Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to our GYST podcast, where we help you get your together. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another fantastic episode of the GYST podcast. That was fucked up. You could tell that I don't always intro because I got the words wrong. That's my man wrote his job, but today I'm filling in. He laughs at me because I need to make a cheat sheet. Yeah, you've done this 124 times. I've done it four. <laughs> Damn you. Rohit's over here trolling me in, in, the, in the studio. But ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people of all ages, all across the world, we want to welcome you to the GYSD podcast this week. Today, we've got special guests on, myself, Kyle Reed, including my man, right across the table from me. Glenn Rux here. Glenn Rux, how the hell are you, my man? I am fantastic. Good to hear. Good to hear. It's warm in the studio, ain't it? Don't 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 remind me. I'm trying to forget how hot it is, oh, so I can feel goodness. cooler on the inside, and it's not happening. You were cool as a cucumber right now, brother. Cooler than a polar bear's toenails, I would say. Thank you. Now all you need is a Coca-Cola, right? <laughs> you damn right. A Coke. Coke and a smile. Bear. That's right. Coke, 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 Coke polar bear. In the studio, we also have Kamal Kara. He's kind of hanging out with us. Kamal, we appreciate your presence every week. Thank you, my brother. Right on. Yeah. And Rohit. Rohit is over here taking pictures. I feel like I got paparazzi all up on me. And what am I doing this for? For social media, duh. For the podcast, of course. What else would you be doing it for? Instagram.com slash GYST podcast. Ooh, holla. I like that graphic. I just noticed a graphic you put up. So <laughs> this week's episode is all about time management. And we discussed, you know, briefly before this one came on. And Glenn, you'd express some interest in this episode. It seemed like... It was something that kind of drew you in for whatever reason, um, but let's let's just jump right into it. What what made this episode important to you? Well, time management is kind of a big thing for me. You know, I've I've been a teacher at a university level. Mm-hmm. Um, I've also been a student in a college. And I'm also a business person, so I have to deal with managing my time for all my activities, whether it's um, preparing a lesson plan, um, doing my homework, managing family time, all the projects I do at work. Um, Knowing how to manage your time properly can make life so much easier. When you set yourself some hard deadlines and you stick to them, you can actually feel a, a modicum of positivity and success out of it, too. Hmm. So, like, yeah, I set that. I beat that time. Now I can move on to the next thing and get ahead. Yeah. You feel like you're checking things off a list? Yeah. I mean, that's kind of a, a positive affirmation in a way. Mm-hmm. Like, you set a goal. You met that goal. You came in under time. You're able to get ahead on the next project. You feel like you're on top of the world. I'm doing great. I'm ahead of where I should be. I can keep making advances. I can add to that extra time I'm going to have at the end. <laughs> <laughs> what are some What are some things that you did as an instructor to manage your time? So you have to create a lesson plan, right? Oh, yes. And the lesson plan has to align with the time allowed. How did you manage the time to know that you had enough material for the lesson as well as time for, you know, Q&A, if you will? Well, a lot of the lesson plans I had, I've been through myself. 
Um, when I was a student at ITT Tech, they put me through all the classes. Yeah. And um, I ended up teaching those same classes. So I had a modicum of, of information on that, on those topics. Yeah. Um, I also noticed things that other teachers were doing that sort of took more time, and I tried to streamline those processes. How could I present this differently, make it more relatable to the younger students coming in, the newer students coming in, and still keep it interesting without boring them to death? Um, it made me be innovative and try different things. You know, I, I tried... Uh, different types of presentations or different types of homework uh, assignments that they could actually get done in class while we were um, doing our lectures. Hmm. And just trying to plan things out. I would list out everything I had to, dig, uh, to get through in one lesson plan in one night, which is usually a three-and-a-half to four-hour class. Oh, wow. Is it that long? They, they were that long. <laughs> it, was, it was murder when it was all... Slides. Um, death by PowerPoint. Nobody likes that. Yeah, death by PowerPoint. And then labs, which was another half hour to an hour there. They weren't fun because mm. they were long, grueling, and you lose focus halfway through it. So you had to find ways to, well, me as a teacher, I had to find ways to make it more... Um, Keep people engaged. Well, not not only keep them engaged, but you had to find a different process hmm. so that you could not only get through the material, but move them along in their education as well. Help them retain that information, which if they're just sitting through 127 slides. What the fuck you got 127 slides for? Well, there were some that were almost 200. Jeez Louise. My goodness. Which pretty much that's what they had their textbooks for. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You're just reading the fucking book to them. Pretty much. That's crazy. So planning was key. Knowing what the topic was, knowing what I had to cover and the time amount that I had to get it done. Um, I wanted to make sure I had a lesson plan at least three days before the class so I could give it a time to practice. Um, go through the, the presentation myself, make sure I, I knew every single part of the presentation I was going to provide and where I was going to have them do different activities to take their mind not just off of the slides that I had to leave in there, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. but but to find ways to make those slides stick with the lesson they were about to do or the work they were about to do. Hmm. That's good. What else did you do outside of that? How did you balance that? Like I said, I set myself a, a deadline I planned it out. I literally had a nice little spreadsheet. Here's the timeline. Here's the hours that I have available. Here's the hours I'm working. So I know I can't do my lesson plan while I'm at work. I have to find other time to do my lesson plans. I'd go home. Okay, this is how much time I have in the evenings. I have to set aside time for food. Stress relief. <laughs> schedule those things. You got to schedule, By stress you relief, schedule meaning, things. You mean video games? Well, for me, yeah. Or sometimes it was just reading something other than informational documents. Yeah. Could have been just a... Pleasure reading. You know, yeah, pleasure reading. You yeah. know, a, a fantasy novel, sci-fi novel, yeah. you know, an adventure story, whatever. But um, you have to schedule things, and you have to stick to that schedule. Yeah. 
I think it's important. I think it's very important. When we talk about time management, that was one of the things I wrote down was you need to schedule things to accomplish them. But the problem is, is no one wants to have their life scheduled for them. So how do you find that balance between managing your time wisely, scheduling things that need to be done, but also having the ability to use your time freely? Because that, I think, is where true growth happens. When time is merely a concept created by man, that's when you have some some, some real breakthroughs. If you're camping, time doesn't exist. The only time that exists is when you got to get back to work. Exactly. You wake up with the sun, you go to bed with the sun. Or when your fire goes out. <laughs> that's what I really, truly love about camping. I am a big proponent of scheduling things to get them done. Saying, hey, we should hang out. We should barbecue. Kyle, you should barbecue ribs with that good shit season I got you. Yeah, definitely. It took over a year to do it because we never scheduled it. We just talked about it. Our intentions were good, but our actions were lacking. Without scheduling it, without managing the time that I was given, in using the time that I was given, I was never going to accomplish it. So we had to schedule it. So the schedule makes it real. Schedule makes it real, and it makes it happen. It puts it as a as a point in time in your life. A point in time in your life and others' lives. It, absolutely, absolutely, it's huge. One of the other things I wrote down was, and we 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 say this all the time, and I I learned this from Rohit years and years ago, and I bring it with me to this day. I'm a heavy procrastinator, and I have been for a long time. It's done nothing but improve over the years. And if you've known me for a long time, you realize that. Kamal's laughing because I'm still the last person to show up to the podcast. Not tonight. Except you for actually today. I got there Kamal before today. Kamal. And I was like eight minutes early, right? Uh-huh. You know? So, so that's one thing that's been a challenge for me, right? The biggest thing I think that helps with accomplishing things, everyone says, I don't have time. You make time for what's important to you. Absolutely. People do that, but they don't think about it. Mm -hmm. So I think changing the phrase, I don't have time to I didn't make time, creates a sense of ownership and responsibility for your time, which will in turn make you better at time management. I didn't have time or I don't have time is bullshit. Did you know that if you spent 20 minutes a day on, let's say, social media, because everyone's using that, right? Mm-hmm. If you spent 20 minutes a day on social media, at the end of the year, you would have lost five days of your life to social media? I believe it. Five days. But the average person spends more than 20 minutes on social media nowadays. Over 7,000 minutes. Oof. And, and, and right? So you would you agree that 20 minutes a day is a pretty modest estimate? Yeah. Let's say it's an hour, right? That's pretty smooth. Over two weeks. Yeah. Two weeks of your life is gone. You spend an hour a day. Let's say it's a video game. Oh, yeah. Now, I know that the video game, for you, brings pleasure and is a, is a form of income for you as well with your, with your uh, streaming site. Wolfgar at Mixer.com. Boom. Shameless plug. 
Uh, no, that's, <laughs> that, that actually, I know that's why. That's, right. <laughs> that's a negative self. Something talk. we discussed last week. Um, so for you, it 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 has uh, it has a place in your life, right? Gaming does. But if you realize, if instead of spending two hours on that game tonight, you spent one hour, you're giving yourself back over two weeks of your life. Two weeks of your life every year you're getting back. What could you do with two weeks of your life, Glenn? Oh, there's a lot I could do with my life. Two entire Vacation, weeks. Vacation, go on trips. Heck, I could build a business in two weeks. Right? An hour a day. That's that's like 16,000 hours. 16,000 hours. You could go on 16,000 bike rides. Sorry, not hours, minutes. My apologies. 16,000 Minutes. Go bike ride to the store. Bike ride around the block. See how much time you're getting back? Oh, yeah. Isn't that fucking huge? It's massive. It's tremendous. Now, that is time management. Recognizing the things that you do day in and day out and how they affect you. They just fill time. Yeah. Why do we kill time if all you're going to do is die? That's the only thing you're guaranteed. Why do you want to just kill time when you have a finite amount of it? We do an exercise where you break your day into three pieces, right? Mm-hmm. Eight hours at work, eight hours at sleep. Then you have eight hours left of your day. You take a shower and you get dressed. 30 minutes to an hour, right? Mm-hmm. So you got to do your makeup, do your hair, whatever it is. Let's say personal hygiene type things, right? Whatever you're doing. You commute. My commute's almost an hour. I know yours is. Oh, yeah. Right? You and I are right <laughs> We have there. damn near the same commute. It depends on what time of the morning you leave. Right. But yeah, it's usually about an hour. I can mornings. make it in 40 minutes. Sometimes on a Friday on the way home, it takes me an hour and 15 minutes. <laughs> right? So you have a commute. Two-way commute. Right? Mm-hmm. Let's call that two hours of your day gone. Six hours left. Yeah. Minus the personal hygiene. Yeah. Then you got to eat. Five hours. Down to four hours. How are you going to raise a family with three hours of your day? How are you going to clean your house? How are you going to mow the lawn? How are you going to do the dishes? How are you going to make sure you got clean drawers to put on? It's time management. It's challenging. A couple of things you can do is balance multiple action items. During my commute, I take the time to make phone calls to people that are important to me. My wonderful girlfriend, Emily, my dad, my mom, my brother, my sister... And close friends, my boy Rob, friend Simone, my buddy Tim, Rohit. I reach out and just have conversations with people. I have nowhere else to be other than in the car. But I also have relationships that I want to nurture. So I make phone calls. I'm not good at... uh, Let me rephrase that. Because I have a very high reading level. I am poor at practicing reading for pleasure. I buy books with good intentions. I read part of them, and I don't get through it. I don't make the time to read the book. Audiobooks while I'm commuting. So much easier, right? What a thought, right? I got to commute anyway. Why don't I take in good media that's going to enrich my life during my commute? Mm -hmm. Podcasts, whatever that is. Instead of listening to Cardi B's newest song, or whatever the hell. Who? Yeah, exactly. Mike Jones. Who? (laughs) I brought it back. I brought it back. I got these fools in the studio cracking up. But that is, is, but seriously though, that is something that was just, 
astounding to me, right? I mean, if I was to say, Glenn, if you cut back on X, I could give you two extra weeks in this year. Who wouldn't want two extra weeks? I know Kamal today was discussing how busy he was with how many things he has going on at work right now. I believe it because we used to have three or four people to do the job that he's doing today by himself. You just got some help recently. Thank God. Right? <laughs> so you know what it feels like. Yeah. I've gotten my time back. What if you could get two more weeks? Oh, I would love it. I would love it. What do you think you could do with two weeks? How could that improve your life? Do you have time to exercise right now? Yeah. I make time for what, that. Now. What would you do with more time? Oh, with more time? Probably sleep more. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> sleep is good. Sleep, sleep is, is healthy. Good. Sleep I mean, I hope healthy. you're not sleeping 14 hours a day or oh, something good God, crazy no, like that. No, no, um, no. Maybe, maybe six to eight hours Yeah, on a good day. There you go. Then there's those, you know, long, long nights, you know, <clears throat> Tuesday. <clears throat> oh, yeah. <laughs> Where will, no, there's, there's nights when, you know, I'll stay up really late. You know, maybe I'm thinking about something from work or I'm yeah. working on. Uh, something for my, my my personal life that takes me into late hours in the evening. Yeah. Or those nights when you just can't shut your brain down. Oh, yeah. You know, you'll have one of those issues where you just can't stop thinking and it keeps you awake. I used to not be able to sleep without a TV. Now I don't like sleeping with a TV. I'm, I used to be the same way. Yeah. You know, the TV used to be one of those just... Okay, it's there. It's a drone, and it helps put me to sleep. I'd Watch TV till I fall asleep. Yeah, I'd put on a very boring movie and something I could still enjoy if I were to watch it in the waking hours. But mm-hmm. at night, I know is just going to put me like this. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I can still fall asleep if the TV's playing because I can fall asleep literally anywhere. People <laughs> who know me know that. Um, but yeah, now I don't prefer. To, I don't even have a TV in my bedroom. Yeah, downstairs earlier. Our meeting earlier. Yeah. Roy was like, and Kyle's falling asleep. I heard everything he was saying. I could recite it. But I was, yeah, I get tired of shit sometimes. Mm-hmm. Burn the candle at both ends. And I and I think that I could use some time management myself as well. Today's episode, I think, was pretty good. I, I think it's an important topic. I think scheduling is very, very important. You mentioned that you had to schedule things to complete them. Putting together a lesson plan, that seems pretty challenging. Um, I don't even like putting together hour-long trainings. It's like I need to set up X amount of time for this slide and then I've got to discuss this and I have to stop people at this amount of time. I don't want to read everything off the slide. It's it's ridiculous. So I couldn't imagine putting together a three and a half hour lesson plan. <laughs> it wasn't easy. Yeah. It took a lot of time, let alone um, just in the planning, let alone delivering. Mm-hmm. So if you think that a, a lesson plan is, you know, the, the actual lesson's three and a half to four hours long. Um, the planning sometimes takes twice that just wow. to set up the the presentation. I can imagine. Because you have to rearrange slides. You have to remove slides. You have to create your own slides. Um, How did that affect your personal time? Uh, at that time, what personal time? And did you differentiate? <laughs> what personal time? Other than the brief hour or two on, on the evenings that I'd play a few games. Um other than that little stress relief, there was no other personal time. And, and I would cut out my sleep, which wasn't healthy, to do yeah. my lesson plans. If you want to bring something in, something else has got to go, right? 
It's like an old memory card. Pretty much, yeah. You only store so many things. You only got so many hours in a day. Yep. That's why we all need that two weeks back. Yeah. We need to identify what it is in our day that is a time suck. It's taking away from your day. And instead of simply eliminating it, replace it with something productive. Rohit clearly does not like to mow his lawn. Wait, what? So he doesn't spend time mowing his lawn. But what is he doing with the time that he's saving by not mowing his lawn? Because he's also not spending money on having someone else come over and do it. (laughs) So I think identifying those things is pretty important. But also making sure that whatever you are identifying as a time suck, replacing it with something productive. That's key. I think that's, that's critical. Because without it, what are you doing it for? Well, your life is finite. It is. It's measured in time. It is. So if you are having your time being sucked, guess what? Your life sucks. Man, look at that. Look at that. And I refuse to let my life suck. I'm going to tell you what. Just yesterday, I decided to eat my lunch during a lunch hour-ish training. It was like 11 o'clock or whatever. Took lunch after that. But I had ate during the training. So on my lunch break, I hung up my hammock between two trees in a parking <laughs> lot at work. And I sat in my hammock in the parking lot. I just laid in there and I just relaxed. Nice and relaxing. For almost an hour. Passed out for a few minutes. I was snoring, woke myself up, scared the shit out of myself. <laughs> but that was me time. That was time I hadn't gotten at home. So I took it back. And I took it at work. I took it during my lunch break. Because it was important. And I I found clarity. And I found peace in that moment. Nobody came out to talk to me. Didn't nobody say. Well, Ben, I lied. Ben came out for a smoke break. And he just said, hey, what's up? We chatted for less than five minutes. And he went back in. And, And I was essentially out here just by myself. Just really enjoying the time. It was important. Everyone has a lunch hour or a half hour if you work. Find something productive you can do with that hour or that half hour. Find something you can productive you can do during your commute. Those things are going to make all the difference. Oh, yeah. And I, I think one of the things that you and I share in common now is audiobooks. Yeah. Those audio, right. Those audiobooks. They're phenomenal while driving, man. They really are. The one I'm listening to right now is Good to Great. Um, I forgot who. I don't even remember who the author is, but I'm going to look it up right now. While you're looking that up, Smart Money Makeover by Dave Ramsey has been my latest jam. Really? Smart Money. All right, I'm looking that up. Because <laughs> Dave Ramsey's my dude. Jim okay. Collins, by the way, is Good to Great is what I'm listening to right now. Jim Collins is the author. Smart Money Makeover, you said? I'm yep. looking it up right now as we speak, y'all. Smart Money, Smart Kids. There's, uh, sorry, Total Money Makeover. Oh, that's Total my, Money Makeover, got it. That's my mistake. For any Dave Ramsey fan out there, I'm sorry. What the hell? The Total Money Makeover. Oh, that's like his original, isn't it? That is his original. Ah, my man. That's All helping right. me get my financial shit together. No charge. Your first book is free. Oh, oh it's because I've been sent books by people. Nice. I dig it. 
book is loading right now. Thank you, my man. Not a problem. Let's see. That's something productive I do with my time during this podcast recording is I got this book downloaded. <laughs> there you go. Wanted to have it without you. Appreciate it, brother. So, Glenn, as we wrap up today, what are some best practices, I guess, if you will, that you could leave with our listeners for time management? Know what you got to do. Plan. Write it down, make okay. a plan. A little, a little 10 minute session of planning out your day can save you hours. Okay. Because you know exactly where you can start making some cuts if you need to fill up more time with more productive activities. Okay. So track your day and plan it. Exactly. Um, cut out that filler. You know, if you're spending an hour on social media, is that adding to your life? Or is that taking away from your life? Yeah. Realize where your time is going and how much it's going to cost you in the end. Yeah. That's huge, right? I'll I'll never forget that. At 20 minutes a day, 7,300 minutes in a year, over five days that you're losing. Things like Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or Pinterest. And, of course, I looked at Rohit as I said that. Reddit for some others. Reddit. Oh, I forgot about Reddit. Oh, yep. That's, That's his new addiction. I know. I have Reddit, but I don't really understand it completely. <laughs> so I go on it and look every once in a while, and I see a bunch of stupid shit and five cool things. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm done with this for like a month. Even YouTube. Oh, my goodness. YouTube. The autoplay. Those crazy cat videos, man. They'll man. suck your life away right YouTube away. is a fantastic tool, but it is also a huge time suck. My goodness. Glenn, this week's episode has been fantastic. You helped me realize a few things as as we discuss some points here. Um, How much time that we spend on mundane tasks that we don't even realize and how much time we can get back in our lives. Changing a phrase from I didn't have time or I don't have time to I didn't make time, I think gives you the power back to take over your time. So you can make time for what's important. Friends may have time for you, but good friends will make time for you. Mm. And I think that's all the difference. And I think that applies to many things in our lives. So identify what's important and make the time for it. Create a schedule, but don't allow your life to be scheduled. It's all about balance. Balance is good. Agreed. My man. Appreciate y'all listening this week. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of your favorite podcast, the GYSD Podcast, also known as Get Your Shit Together. Tune in next week for another fantastic episode. And we leave you today. And we sign off. Bye. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in to our GYST podcast. We hope you learned how to get your shit together.